When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome guys to the Wolf and Owl podcast Yo, how you doing? Break it off, give it a kiss, hold it in your arms It's a podcast yeah, uh, really good to be here. Uh, always get slightly nervous with the the evening calls. Uh, How are you feeling in, in general? Well, I'm very nervous, Tom, as you know. Two days off, right? You've had two sweet days off. I did have Saturday, Sunday off, yeah. yeah. Nice. nice um, well, I went out on Friday night for a friend's birthday. Yo. Um, let me ask you this. At the age of that I am, which is 44, just to remind you, um, yeah. What should I do when I go on a night out with friends? In what sense? What do you mean? Well, I'll tell you what we did do. We went to a pub and had some food. Yeah. And then we yeah, went to a nice. bar where I would say we were 20 years older, 15 to 20 yeah, years older man, than most you, people. That's, you've made the biggest mistake there, for definite. I know. That's what, you that's need what to I'm go saying. to places. Oh, sorry, so, sorry, Tom. You, what, what, I, I think you've slightly misheard me. Um, the question I asked you was, what should I be doing? And you seem to have heard the question is, could you roast what I decided to do? No, to start no. sometimes it's hard to tell with you, like, because your voice, like, octave-wise, sometimes I don't know if you're confessing, like, embarrassed or showing off. Like, it's, like, no, there's a way there where you're like, I think, like, you think okay, you let's said cut it, the bullshit. Like, Can we just cut, just honestly, cut the bullshit for a second. Yeah, yeah. Do you regularly know me to show off on this podcast? Is that what you're saying? No, no. But I thought this was going to be the time when you did show off. It's right. like, oh yeah. Well, basically, I went to this fucking place. I was up the oldest there for like 20 years, mate. And that's <laughs> a brag, is it? <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, if you were probably like, I don't know, if you were probably 20, it would be in a way. Um, and, like everyone else was a baby. There was. Uh, uh, I got. Uh, I, this is. This is. Um, this is to give you an idea of. Uh, whether I should have been there or not, two girls approached me uh, yeah. to have a chat. I used to teach both of them. Oh, you joke. So basically, they probably would be closer to Theo's age than yours. Uh, well, that's an extra horrible way of thinking about it that hadn't occurred to me. But yes, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that I think that when you're in that situation and all your mates are goading you and it's all like... What do you mean? Like, they weren't goading. Well, goading me to do what? No, no, I go to this place where you're the oldest. Right. Are your friends the same age as you? Or no, I hang around. Old? Like All of my mates are sort of like 21, 22. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, just like feel like, I just feel like you're only as young as you feel, do you know what I mean? 
So, no, but I don't know if they're like in their thirties and shit. Like, are they, if they're your age, you, so you someone's got to take control of that situation and be, yo, guys, yo, hold it for a well, second. What I would say there, if somebody said that to me, is first of all, you're forty-four years old. Why do you keep saying yo? No, but right, okay. Hey, hey, guys, listen up for Christ's sake. What are we thinking going to this bar where everyone's going to be 20 years younger than us? Should we go somewhere else where we're more befitting for our age? Where is... Okay, so that's the question that if we get to the actual point of when we started this, where is that place? Where should we be going? Look, in London, for a start, if you... I mean, but you, you want to stay in your suburbs, No, right? no, no, I don't... No, I don't, look, I'm, I'm asking the question. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But also, it's a drag to get all the way into London sometimes. Sure. And also, yeah, that comes with its own hashtag problems. Do you know what I mean? So you need to find, like... The, well, talk, like about, the must- talk about trying to be 20 years younger than they are <laughs> using a fucking hashtag in spoken conversation. Um, oh. No, but there, there must be, a, like, a bar. If you Google now, like, sort of, like, I don't know, like, older person's bar and Crawley, okay. or, like, you know... Right. Okay. Uh, no, so, so 40-something. So we've been doing this... This is, like, what? Three minutes of chat here for you to tell me to use Google. <laughs> no, no, but like Weatherspoons, I was fine. It's quite an older fuck crowd. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you could just put there. I, 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 honestly, honestly, I thought this is a problem I'm having. I'm going to ask Tom about this and like use it as a great way of you know helping people out. And you said go. No, but if you, you came said to my Google town I, and Weatherspoons, those are the two things no, you come up with. If you came to my town, I'd take you somewhere and go. I know for a fact that we would almost be the youngest ones there by probably ten years. Yeah. Right. right. It depends what you want to do. Do you want to be a rule breaker? Do you want to be edgy? Do you want to be the juvenile one, or do you want to be like the old fucking Gandalf vibe? Well, I was. Like, I was the Gandalf vibe. I achieved. Yeah, and ha- and you didn't enjoy it, did you? No. So it's actually like if no, you I didn't, go no, there, no, no, I didn't mind it. The truth is, I didn't mind that because I just was chatting to my mates. What I do slightly worry about is it looks a bit, it looks a bit awful. I think it? it looks creepy if you're in a place. I where totally agree. Like Twenty yeah. years younger than you, it's and I, I think it says, especially if you're in a group of lads or a group of men. Yeah, it's it's it sets a pretty sort of like sinister tone off. Um, you know, the fucking hell. Do, do you know what? <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Fucking right? hell. Do you know what? God forbid anybody comes to you for actual fucking face-to-face advice. No, I'm just saying. Try like, Google Weatherspoons and you look like a nonce. Those are the three, those are the three bullet points for what you said. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it would have been cooler if you'd gone or like to a place like, even if you'd gone to like a National Trust building that serves alcohol, oh then you'd be like the young, edgy ones. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's gonna, look, like, it's my mate's birthday. I'm not going to say to him, oh, uh, why don't we go to Wakehurst Place? We'll check out the rhododendrons and then see if we can get ourselves a elderflower yeah, lager from the fucking cafe bar. Yeah, but at least then, like, mate, no one's ever beaten anyone up for having an elderflower lager and looking at some flowers. <laughs> no one's saying it. It's like... Like, no, you just, like, you've got to make, you've got to make different choices in, like, you know, with those things now. Do you know Annie McManus? The Radio Undage. Oh, well, former Radio Oh, yeah, I've heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Annie Max, sorry. I should say yeah, Annie Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I've it's, given yeah. her a formal, I've given her a formal name. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Annie Max, she started this night, this club night called, um, I think it's called Before Midnight. Right. And um, basically it's a club night that finishes before midnight and it's for older people. See, that's that that's a vibe that I, I literally, I'd love that. Oh, I, I love that idea, man. If, I, if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. 
Jubilee party for Thursday, best one I've ever... Like, because of Grace, I can leave whenever I wanted. Yeah. That's your favourite got... thing. A party during the daytime, loads of Union Jacks. That, that's yeah, that, that's yeah, your I'll... favourite thing, isn't it? Where do you go out? Mate, you know the only thing that tops it? What? Is a county fair. <laughs> so what? you text me from the county fair. What, what was the deal with the county fair? The, I went to the county fair on... Uh, was that Saturday? By the way, ha- by the way happy pla- happy Platinum Jubilee to everybody. Sorry, we should have. Yeah, we've yeah. not. We've been very. It's very remiss of us to not. Yeah, yeah. Wish happy, and I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I hope you celebrated with your kin and um, and you and you went easy and you were kind. Um, I w- I was wearing like a polo shirt and I was by far the best dressed person. Like I I looked like a. It was. You that know, doesn't like, surprise me that you're the best dressed person. You're often the best dressed person when you go out. <laughs> I don't know about that, sweet Rob. Um, <laughs> You're a lovely boy. <laughs> That's such a nice compliment. I feel like I have a piece of dung now for like well, being you know, old. Yeah. Let's should we should we examine the way that you responded to my story about my weekend and how I responded to yours, and then let's have another look at these fucking emails that say that I'm the prick of this of this podcast. <laughs> no, but right. So it was. Well, like, I know, sounded like, really. Do you know what? I, I sounded really like bitter. It, like you said, there was a little narc in your voice. There was there? a bit. Yeah, anyway, okay. yeah, yeah. I didn't mean that. That was that was affected, but it sounded a bit authentic. Anyway, go on. But yeah, it was a real. It was, it was the first time I've really sort of thought, "Oh, there's rednecks in England." Mm. Like, I, so actually, I'll tell you, I'll put it this put this out there. I think I was probably one of the few people there who had sleeves on his shirt. Wow! Like everyone else seemed to have sort of like muscle tops or. Like shirts with their sleeves cut off. One guy even had a Ralph Lauren shirt with the sleeves cut off. What? As in, not, an, not, not a button shirt, yeah. a polo shirt. You know, a button shirt, and he had the a sleeves cut off. A button shirt with the sleeves cut off. Yeah, I swear, I swear. And he had burnt arms. It was one of the most weirdest looks I've ever seen. But I, reckon, I reckon Ralph Ralph Lauren would call, recall that. Well, they, they, they wouldn't be happy with that. It's like it's got he, to be... he had done everything that would. He, he somehow made what was quite a nice Ralph Lauren shirt. He cut the arms off it. He had the, you know that sprout of um, hair that you get from your yeah, back? Yeah, I love that. It comes over the top of the yeah. collar of the shirt. That yeah. was sort of, yeah. But you know what? He was walking around enjoying himself, absolutely leathered on cider. Yeah, so, fair play to him. Um, yeah. What, what, um, do you think, like, who's, is there anybody that's suited to the sleeveless shirt? Is, any, is anyone that can oh, rock man, it? If you've got, yeah, I mean, mate, if you've got really tight, like Chris Hemsworth looks amazing. Like, I don't know that he, I don't know that he does. I think if you've got nice arms and you've got just the right sort of... T- I think if you've got any kind of stomach fat, you can't wear a sleeveless. Because it, it just accentuates everything. It's really like... Yeah. Re- I've, I've worn one before and really regretted it. I'm going to say I don't think sleeveless tops should exist. <sighs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody... I don't care how good your arms look. I just think it looks mad. I don't know. I think sometimes... Like, if, if I've been in the gym and I've seen, like... Anonymous people and going fucking hell. He he looks really good in a sleeve. He yeah. I wanted to go up and just shake his hand. Yeah, in the gym they look good, but like yeah, fine. In the gym, that's gym wear. But there's a lot of gym wear that I wouldn't deem suitable for going to a bar where there was. I was 20 years old and everything. I don't think. I think. I think we need to go back to the 90s where there's sort a certain dress, bit of decorum, shown in certain pubs. Like I I think wearing a sleeveless top. Yeah, I agree. To a pub is just not on. Unacceptable, right? It's yeah, not unacceptable, yeah. it's acceptable, but it's not great. Also, I do think if you are going to wear a sleeveless top, it should be paramount that you wear deodorant. Yeah, I, I just... Um... <laughs> I noticed at least 25 to 30% of the people I came into contact with at the county fair definitely didn't have deodorant on. 
But also, if you're sort of walking, if, you know, depends. Also, if it's a busy venue, I just don't think you should be wearing. You know, it's, right. it's your responsibility to keep what's essentially weaponized parts of your body under wraps. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because you know, you, you, different people are at different heights, aren't they? What you don't want is a sort of a head to armpit contact being. That would be my worry about wearing it. It's yeah. just that, yeah, I'm out there, and my yeah armpit hair would just be like. Do you trim your armpit hair? No. I have done once. But you've made me nervous now that I, I don't. No, do. I did it once and ultimately I regret it. I shaved my armpits once. Yeah, I've done it. It's the worst it's, thing. It's not, great, it's not a great it's shot. It's so funny. It's not a great shot if you're not going to continue doing it. If, if, you, <laughs> if you're making a lifetime commitment to shaving your armpits, then yes, I, 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 I think that's fine. If you're doing it on a whim because you were bored and there was a razor near you, and then you're going to grow it back. It's it's one of the worst things that you can do. I've done I've done it where I've like I shaved all the hair of my body once, like, and it was the worst mistake. Right, I literally got through that it like been a hell of a week. No, no, oh, joking aside, right? Yeah, I made the decision to do it from the bottom up, right? And by the bottom, I don't, well, kind of my bottom, but my ankles up, right? Yeah, got halfway up, went the first shin, and thought this is a fucking mistake. This. <laughs> but then I'm fucking in. That would have been no. You no, no. You're not in. Halfway up the first shin. Yeah, you're not in. Mate, let me tell you something. Halfway up the first shin. That's a, you can abandon that. You're joking. You can't walk. I'm not that, joking. Ha- like I'm not joking. Halfway. Up. Yeah. <laughs> what? Ra- sorry. It's a choice between living with half a shin or shaving your entire fucking body. You got doubts. The shin. These are the times in my life where I wish I knew you when I, when I was younger. No, but if you if you'd have gone, I did half of my. If I if you'd gone, even if you did your ha- ha- one leg up to your ass crack, one side. No, I still think start, we can have a chat about it. Half this a is shin. A different, but this is the difference between me and you. When I start something, I will fucking finish it, mate. Okay, I mean it, 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 the fact that you think that's a brag, and then, and then somebody you you you'll say to somebody, let, let me tell you something. Just imagine you down the pub. Let, let me tell you something, yeah. If I start something, I will fucking finish it. That's a promise. I really have you got an example? Yeah, I do actually. I I I decided to shave my body. I got halfway up my first year and I thought this is a fucking mistake. But I thought, no, I've committed to this. And so I did my whole body. And that's how you find that's how you find me now looking in front of you like a like a glistening seal. <laughs> if this is a thing now if I was to sort of like go through such a thing now. I would text you and go, look, I'm halfway up my leg here, mate. I'm halfway up the shin. What should I do? Yeah, and I, w- I would have texted you back. You can walk away from this, mate. But that's, I think, why we make, we make such a... Like, it's good to have friends. Because, like, in, in a way that you've asked me for advice about, like, being, like, being a bit weird and old, like, and being worried about being in a bar and being, like, the oldest person there. And I'm like, look, mate, this is what you should do. <laughs> I, think, I think my question was, where should somebody of my age go out of an evening? That was my initial question that's led to this, what is essentially fucking B-Rabbit at the end of 8 Mile, fucking absolutely character assassinating me. Well, no, I'm just saying, right? Is that That's why it's like, that's one of the beauties of friendship, I think. You know, it's that thing about walking down a, a beach, isn't it? And like, you're like, oh, fucking hell, when times are hardest, there's only one set of fucking footprints. And I'm like, yeah, because I was carrying you, bro. No, because you fucking bent me over and called me a fucking old nonce. <laughs> Pushed me in the sea. <laughs> Oh, God. It did throw me my mind back, though, to when I used to work on the, uh, at all the festivals. Oh, it's festival season. Day. How do you feel about festival season starting? I love it, man. Mm. You know, like, 
it threw me back. I I walked past the donut store mm. and threw me back to a time where I fell in love with a woman who ran a donut store at a festival. Uh, what type of donuts were they? Ring donuts. You're talking about proper ring donuts? You're talking about the little deep fried, you know where they... Oh, the little deep fried ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those ones, yeah. Okay. And uh, so what happened? I was working at the festival season. So, I, and at the time... I had a stall, but also we were doing some, just helping out on the fairground as well, which was quite fun. And yeah, there was a girl who got a donut stall. I mean, in the end, it's like she actually sort of, and she wasn't a particularly nice person. But you know, when you sort of see someone and you think, oh my God, that's exactly what I want from a, from a woman. What, a regular supply of donuts? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, she had a way about, <laughs> do you know what I mean? She had sort of like, <laughs> this, this doesn't make her sound like the best. But, like, she sort of always made a joke about drinking Stella. And, like, <laughs> but she was attractive, and I was sort of like, yeah. Like, at the time, it's what I sort of thought I required in life. That's, that's the thing about, like, at that time in my life, she was, that would be, oh, my God, that's the sort of person I want to marry. So you went up and bought, did you keep buying donuts from her so you could chat to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then how far yeah, did the relationship go? Well, that's pretty much as far oh as it goes. So how, how did you determine from that that she wasn't a very nice person? No, a couple of times we got drunk and then she said, like, she, like, like in her company, like, she, like a couple of her friends knew the guys that we were rolling with from the fairground. And, um, yeah, like she was in her company a couple of times. And it probably took two or three times. And then seeing her when she'd had a few drinks inside her, she was quite, quite aggressive and had some pretty sort of like... Uh, views on the world that I didn't really agree with. Mm. But um, it's weird though. Have you ever done, have you ever lied to someone, like a woman of a sort of? I, I, I don't think, yeah, I mean, I've lied to women before. I little white lies, do you know what I mean? Like, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there's two ways of looking at that. Does that come from a deception? Or does that come from a deep-seated lack of self-confidence? I think it's all self-esteem, isn't it? It's when you've not got any self-esteem. Well, no, so, I mean, look, there, there are some lies that people tell to be manipulative. And there are some yeah, lies yeah, yeah. that people tell because they're so ashamed of what the truth is. And, and I, I, I remember, you know, without getting into too many details, because actually even for this podcast, I find it slightly embarrassing. But, like, there are times when maybe I've intimated to certain women that I'm more experienced than I otherwise. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. What you don't want is a girl to think that she's about to make an indelible, an indelible life experience with you. <laughs> Also, that is like the like the worst one because it's so evident if if it goes the way it's going to go that you aren't that experienced. That or you just God, I know that the 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 sort of turmoil of wanting to do something sexually, but sort of knowing that if you do do something sexually, it's going to give away that you've never done that thing before. (laughs) Not just never done it, just never done it well. Just completely make a fool out of yourself. God. My my one size fits all approach to foreplay is quite <laughs> breathtaking. I've got to be honest with you. I've had some awful. I've had some stinkers when it comes to sort of like that, like just situations where you just literally, God. Even now, my stomach just turns. It's a terrible thing to think that that's something that you're bad at. And like, uh, yes, I guess so. I mean, I mean, the the idea of of splitting up with Lisa. I mean, obviously, there's. Let's just put aside the absolute heartbreak and turmoil of of that split. Yeah, but yeah. but the the idea of trying to <laughs> of trying to engage in in sex with somebody new, I, I can't even begin to fucking think about it. Like genuinely, like it's. I'm, I'm going to say this now. It, I found it the most intimidating thing of my fucking late teens and all of my twenties. 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't look, look. The truth is, Lisa and I, as far as I know, have been exclusively having sex with each other. We're like fucking Captain America of sex. We've sort of been frozen in this time capsule. Like techniques may have like fucking moved on insane. I might end up with a girl and like just thinking, what the fuck is she doing? She's sort of helicoptering around the room, thinking, what the <laughs> fuck's going on? What you said? No, but I, I do like. I, I also, I, I found it. I could like, I, I could potentially have a pretty good game, right? Um, like in the sort of situation of sort of the chatting up and the sort of like getting with the person. Mm. But then, which would be like a game of football where you've actually had a good 90 minutes. Yeah. Extra I mean, I imagine what, a minute, minute and a half before you mentioned Murder <laughs> Successful. Then you go, King Gary, minute three, dear. <laughs> no, the, mate, I had none of this. I mean, that's what I've got now. Back right. then, all I had was like... <laughs> <laughs> Bounding around like a yeah. fucking golden retriever. You're so funny. Do you know what? If If... If Dan had your sense of humour, you'd have the perfect man there. Oh, thank you. I heard that, I heard that so many times. Anyway, go on. I used to find it so intimidating. Like I'd say it now, like I, the thought of like, you know, you get to the situation that you, you're working really hard to get to and you think, oh, that's a bit, but yeah, you know, that's the moment we come together. I used to find it just like, like shoot, a penalty shootout. I'd be absolutely terrified. Mm. I'd at, shrink. I'd say, I don't really want to take one. Let someone else. Let someone else do it. I don't, I don't even. I'm just sort of thinking about it now. Like, if Lisa and I, if I got into a situation where I was trying to talk to a woman again with the with the idea of of, of trying to sort of take that further, I don't know. I don't actually know if I've got it. I, I, I don't. I think, think you I know could. what I think. If I think of me and Catherine split up, I think I'd just become. I'd go. Oh, do you know what like I think? Scottish if, if, Highlands. Yeah. If I split up, I'd try and convince you to split up with Catherine so we could move in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that pathetic that I go, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> It'd make it easy for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had to do two or three episodes a week. Quite that'd be sad. Welcome to the wall for now. Um we went out again, didn't we? Tried to chat to a couple of girls. Um went back to Romesh's bar that he always goes to. Yeah. He was yeah. a bit younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now listen, before we um, carry on, I need to, there's something that, one of the problems with this podcast is that we ne- we, su- we suggest things and then we never follow them up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So um, a few weeks ago on this podcast, we talked about the fact that um, you said that you invented my guy, as I say. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, yeah. And you were saying that Jamie Redknapp stole that from you? I didn't say he st- stole it. I said he, I think he liberated it. Okay. And so he ran, he ran with it a bit. Now, I've spoken to Jamie, and I've asked him to come on and sort this out. Okay. okay? And I'm going to give him a call now. And, look, I don't know what he's going to say. The thing that worries about me is you're very... This is the sort of thing where we need to be careful that you're not going to like be malleable in this situation. You're not going to... All right, let's do this. You've got to list, listen earnestly. Okay. Hello. Hi, oh, is that Jay? Yeah. Hi, Jay, it's Ramesh. Ramsky, what's going on? Hello, mate, you're all right? Yeah, mate, I'm good. I'm just, yeah, all good. What's news? Also, Jamie, I'll tell him I'm here. Uh, okay, so sorry. So, Jay, basically. I'm not being serious. So, basically, this oh, is. Huh? 
that this is. Do, do, do you remember I talked to you about coming on the podcast, right? Oh, already prepped yeah. him. Sorry. Uh, no, I've not prepped him. I, sorry, you can't. Hear, so, Joe, I'm going to tell you what Tom's saying because he's on. He's on my headphones. So you don't know to hear Yes, him. Jamie, it's me, Big T. Okay. So he's saying hello. You don't get very serious that often. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry, I did. Like my, I thought my dad, like when I come back and like done my homework. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Sorry, I'm not being serious. I just trying to. I'm just trying to set this up, Jay, so it works properly. So, um, this is the situation. A few weeks ago on the Wolf for now, Tom Davis said that he invented the phrase "my guy." Now, I'm pretty sure I've heard that from you the most, but Tom says. He thinks that you took it from him. So can you just clear up what exactly the deal is here, please? Yeah, I, I snatched it off him. What? Boom. Yeah. I thought, boom. I just boom, thought it was boom. a great... I thought, I just loved the way he said it and thought it's cool. And he just makes it, like, sound cool. He way he, he, way he even does it with his hands. I just thought, my guy. So I just, yeah, I nicked it. Oh, All you God. comedians nick each other stuff, though. So I just... Oh, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, Rom. Fucking still taking that kick in. No, look, J- Jamie, Jamie, are you winding me up now? No, 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 mate. No, he, look, he knows. It. Yeah, uh, he's the first person like, that carried it off. And I just thought, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'll have some of that. Wow. I can't believe right. this. So Romesh should have to do a dare, well, say to Jamie, well, please. Just, well, no, just telling the truth. So you, like, right, Jamie should pick a dare for you to do. So first of all, well done. Tom's sitting here like a dog with two dicks right now on this Zoom. The second I thing, also Tom, made that saying up. Tom, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom's saying that you've got to think of a dare for me now because apparently I've lost the bet. So uh, is there anything you'd like me to do, Jay, to, by way of <laughs> apologise? <to, laughs> oh, what does Tom think, first of all? What do you think, Tom? Have you got any suggestions? Uh, part of me wants you to run naked through Crawley. Okay, uh, I'm not going to run naked through Crawley. This is fucking. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> my guy. My guy. <laughs> by the way, Tom, that's why you are my guy. <laughs> run naked through Crawley. <laughs> what's that film? Like, you know, like Will, Will Ferrell. What's his name? His, what's his name? I don't know what you mean. What's um, film's that? He, runs through, yeah, uh, he runs through the. Uh, oh, uh, you're talking about old school? Yeah, yeah. that'd be fucking funny, Rob. That'd be legendary. Yeah, in in Crawley, they love you. The people will follow. Yeah, listen, listen. That would be hilarious. That'd be so funny. Yeah, listen, Tom. Listen, both of you, both of you. Let me just say something. I don't. I can't see the set. The set of logic that leads to because Jamie Redknapp stole the phrase "my guy." I've got to run through Crawley naked. I don't don't understand how that fucking. It would be amazing though. Works. It'd be so funny. I think. Oh, if you. I tell you what else you should do, right? Because as we're doing this now, I'm looking at a confidence vote with with the Prime Minister. I'm watching Sky News. Yeah. why don't you put it to put it out to vote for all the brilliant listeners of, of the podcast? And if they think it's a good idea, I think you should do it for them. Mate, I agree. Okay, Tom, <laughs> Tom agrees with you. So what we're going to do is, uh, so we are going to do this. Jamie Redknapp's suggestion. I'm putting up to vote. By the way, when I say this, we're putting up to vote. I, I want logical responses here. Do people think it's logical that because Jamie Redknapp's... By the way, I'm still not sure that you're not saying this on a wind-up, Jay. Because Jamie Redknapp stole the the phrase, my guy, I now have to run through... What? Where are we talking about in Crawley? Well, is there a shopping centre or would you... I'm not running through the shopping... I'll get arrested. (laughs) I'll run through a park. Right, okay. But you've also got to let everyone know when it is. I'm not letting... Okay, yeah, I'm not promoting it like a tour show, mate. It's just... just, (laughs) 
alone. Hey, Jay, he doesn't promote fucking half the stuff he's in. Let alone running for a part naked. I love this. I'm All right. Pumped. Okay. Well, look, Jamie. Um, I'll get. Tell Jamie I'll get a picnic. Tom beers. says. Tom says he's gonna. He'll get the picnic in. For, for the day that we do it, if we decide to do it, but we're not we're not going to do it because I I, 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 tr- I trust in the listeners. Jamie Redknapp, thank you, so- Jamie. Love you, Jay. Sh- say something, Jay. You're the first and probably, let's be honest, only guest we've ever had on the Wolf and Our podcast. So thank well, you, man. Very, I'm very privileged. Thank you for thanks, having mate. me. And um, what a legend. Listen, I love, you boys. I, love, I love the podcast. I keep it going. Thanks, bro. Um, all love right, Jay. I'll speak to you soon. Love you, mate. See you soon. Right, take care. Bye, right, bye, 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 bye. bye wow. First thing on uh, first thing in the picnic, humble pie. Can I just say something? There's no way he's telling the truth. He is, man. I tell you, I did. Like, I can even tell. I it was in Rotterdam. Even even if he did believe that, I just don't think he'd admit it on the call. He's done it on the wine. He, I swear. I know. I swear. AJ, I reckon even if we got AJ on here, he'd say the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone. So the big vote. Please vote in your numbers. Vote in your droves. Should Romesh, like, should we set like a distance you have to run naked? No, 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 no. We're not, set, look, look, we're not opening this whole thing up. Look, guys, I'm imploring you. This is obviously a bullshit idea. Why should I have to run through Crawley or a part of Crawley naked? Because Jamie nicked the phrase. It doesn't make any sense. It, <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. No, but we're like, as political figures, we're going head to head, right? No, this, so... but I don't give it, look. <laughs> I said, I said, let me ask, you're so fucking pleasing yourself. I, I, I said to Jamie, I said to Jamie, look, can I just ask you if you nicked my guy? So why do I have to do a forfeit now? Because he nicked it. He should be doing the bloody <laughs> forfeit. And by the way, let's be absolutely honest. I think if people had a choice in who they want to see run through Crawley naked, I don't think you need oh, to run a vote on that. Mate, mate. I, I, I strongly disagree with that. I think... I think Especially the people of Crawley. And it doesn't have to be Crawley. You, if, if more people like, if there's another town who want you to run through, then I'm saying it's closer to your house. Okay, well, look, um, guys. And also, you could, you could run through naked looking for other bars to go in. The Wolf and Owl li- listenership. Um, do you think I should run through t- t- Crawley Town naked? Because it, I don't understand how it makes any sense. By the way, can you hear these? Can you hear this? Yeah, I like this. That's it's one of my favourite. Yeah, but does it? Yeah, it's quite noisy it's in nice. my house, isn't it? I do like it, but I don't think it's great for a podcast. Okay, we, should we do some emails? Let's do it, my baby. I mean, to be fair, I'm just absolutely pumped about the my guy thing. Oh yeah, sorry, I haven't done. Congratulations, by the way. If if ja- I still don't believe that Jamie's telling the truth, wait, I swear it's true. I bet if you go back to that episode, have you two texted each? Have you text Jamie? No, no, no. I swear we haven't. Because I saw you on your phone before when I was talking about calling Jamie. I, no, I, I was not texting Jamie with that. I was actually texting Flo about uh, another level of uh, merchandise that we might be doing. A so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom, do me a favour. Don't what? say things that we've we've half asked so far. Okay, this is insane that you've mentioned that. In fact, I'm going to suggest to JT that we beep it out. <laughs> okay, uh, right. Anyway, okay, look. Uh, let's do some emails. <laughs> um, first email. This is from Martin. Wow. Uh, very short email. Yeah. Dear Rom and Tom, please settle this age-old debate. Is it ever acceptable to carpet a bathroom? Thank you, Martin. Um, I don't think you can in this day and age. I certainly wouldn't. I wouldn't advise getting up. Can I? Oh, this is. A, I'm going to throw a little bit embarrassed. Um, oh god, I don't know. Like this is the most like embarrassing thing. Um, 
Have you, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Have you ever been like so drunk, right? I, I think I know what you're going to say. You know, like you go so drunk, you get so drunk, you sit on the toilet for a wee, and then somehow your penis hasn't gone into the Mate, pan. I, I, I actually, I actually fl- wrote a scene in a sitcom about this. And you flood the fucking bathroom floor. Yeah, yeah, I've done. Well, it's I haven't like, flooded it. I mean, I don't know how much piss is coming out. I haven't flooded the bathroom. Well, yeah, no, but, but like it's... You sort of basically set up a little waterfall of piss down the front of the toilet bowl out onto the floor. Yeah, but then I was so drunk, I didn't realise I was doing it. So I literally like relieved half of my bladder and then realised that there was water, like fucking piss around my feet. Yeah, I've done that. I've done it's that. I, I fucking... think that's. I think a lot of people have done that. Because you know when you're really drunk and then you start getting annoyed with yourself mm. and you're like, I've been for like, I've done this hundred times, but how have I got it wrong today? Yeah. And it was, yeah. How old are you? Uh, this is probably about five years ago. And and rough estimate five years ago, you thought you'd taken a hundred pisses, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like sitting on the toilet, I've, I've literally only got into like in the last few years, whenever we. Fucking hell. Okay, go on. Like standing on, I'd that'd never have happened if I'd stood up. Stood up. No, yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would like. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've pissed everywhere standing up because my aim's been off, but yeah. not to that level. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like you, and you it was, sat you down know, thinking this is going to protect me from pissing on the floor. Yeah, and what you've done is and, pissed exclusively yeah. onto the floor. Yeah, and then so then you're then having to clean like mop the floor at fucking three in the morning and have a shower afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking grim. Yeah. So. If that, but if our fucking, if we'd had carpeted floor, it'd have soaked through the carpet. I'd have to get a fucking, I'd have had to get the whole fourth floor laid down. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, so, I, I just, I, and this is the other thing. So first of all, it, you hit the nail on the head. It's a hygiene issue, because yeah. like, whenever I've been to somebody's, not so much now. Obviously, we're sort of you know of an age where it's slightly less of an issue. Although it depends on the people's houses you're at. But when I was in my twenties. I would treat sort of bath mats and sort of the little things that go around the toilet that people used to have. I would treat them as toxic. I, I wouldn't want them to be anywhere near my skin or anything like that. And if, if or do they, you pick them up for you? So you no, but I'm just saying, if you like, you know, I, I would, I would sort of, I just don't want to be anywhere near them. Do you know what I mean? Because you just don't know what the fuck's happened to them. Do you know what I mean? And they hold on to like whatever yeah. offensive materials have been near them. And actually, I would go as far as to say. I, I, you know, if if my hand touched one of those things, I would contemplate sort of sanding the the, the area of skin off, <laughs> just to remove that section. I remember like this guy that I used to sort of knock about with, and he 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 had like a really thick shag um, uh, carpet in his bathroom, mm. and like um, you like the, looking down at uh, his carpet when you went for a week was one of the most horrible things that you'd ever seen. Like old bits of toilet paper and stuff, like sort of like shredded toilet paper and stuff like that. It sort of, yeah, it was fucking grim. That was enough for me to say I'd never ever get a fucking. I, I, I had I had a weird scenario. I'd love to know what you would have done in this. Scenario. I had a weird scenario where, so like my mum and dad got their house repossessed, right? And we ended up getting put in like a yeah. We were in a council flat for a bit, and then we moved into a council house, right? And um, we couldn't, they couldn't afford to get carpets put in the house, right, when we first moved into the house. Yeah. So we just didn't have carpets for about, like, three years, right, in our house. And so... Would you have, like, just bare just wooden, wooden floors? Yeah. Just have wooden floors. Which is, like, very chic now. Yeah, they weren't, but, yeah, but they weren't varnished and polished. It was, yeah, they were just, yeah. like, fucking tetanus incidents waiting to happen, basically. Just, like, nails poking up through the thing. But, like... um. 
basically having friends over and you sort of, like, I remember like liking a girl oh, man. and she sort of knocked for me when I was like 15 or something like that. And it sort of got to the point where I had to sort of grab my coat and I couldn't, like, I can't remember what it was, but I think she, I had to invite her in for some reason because it would have been awkward to leave her on the doorstep. And she came in. I can't remember what I said, but it was just the look on her face because it's such a mad thing to, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I hadn't mentioned it at that point because I hadn't anticipated her seeing the inside of my house. So she comes into the house and then she's like, oh. And I go, oh, yeah, we don't, um, we don't actually have any carpets at the, at the moment. Uh, and it was fine. But uh, shout out to John Warrington, one of my best friends. His family donated their carpets to us when they moved house. So oh, really? Thank you so much, yeah. Oh, well, that's a beautiful uh, thing. But that's a really beautiful thing. It was a really beautiful thing. But what I wouldn't have done even if they'd suggested to it for free, it's carpet in the bathroom. Because carpet in the bathroom is unacceptable. Mate, it's the work. Do you know, like, my dad had to build, uh, in our first house, he had to build, a to- like, an extension uh, outside. Because we had, like, an outdoor toilet in our first house. Yeah. And then he built this, like, it, like, it literally worked all the time. And then at the weekends was building an extension because he couldn't afford builders in at the time. Um, so, yeah, we our first bathroom was sort of, like, proper bathroom, bathroom. But I, I remember like that thing when you were younger, going to people's houses like had new builds and fucking new money of the nineties and sort of like and you'd sort of feel like it's so weird to say and I feel really bad actually saying it now, but you've sort of had this sort of my mum and dad worked so hard to give me and my sister the life we had, but you'd sometimes go to these people's houses and you'd think like fucking hell like it's not as shiny and brand new as this and you'd feel like a sort of sense of uh, uh, embarrassment. Uh, yeah, uh, and I think that's a weird thing as a kid. You'd never really, you know, you'd never, you never know how hard and how much your parents worked, and never to be, you know, and obviously never said as a kid like, oh, you know, da da da. But I just, I sort of feel quite sad about that now. I should have been proud actually that my my dad built everything in our house. It was like yeah, we never had money what, to. You know. What I would say to that is, I feel exactly the same way, but you can't be expected to. Oh no, no! You can't be expected as a kid to have that that level of understanding. But like, I sometimes do think like, when when we were living in that house, I sort of I was quite embarrassed to bring people back to the house, like because whatever. As a kid, you don't want people to see that you're living like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, you sort of look at it from your mum and dad's point of view. I mean, how heartbreaking it must be for them. Yeah, yeah. Working yeah. aside, I mean, my dad. Look, my dad at that time was a, was was being a bit of a. It was being a bit out of order, but like for, certainly from my mum's point of view, she's working her ass off. She, you know, and then her kids, like you know, you you, you don't when you think about it from that point of view, it's heartbreaking. I mean, what I would say is, um, we've taken quite a light-hearted email and turned it to, into an incredibly dark chat. But um, you know, what can you do? That's a deep, rude place. That's, man, listen, when when the wolf and I record in the evenings. There is no email they can't turn into a dark, sad story. So there you go. (laughs) This is from Mark the Leopard Gecko. Go, Mark. This is quite a tough one, actually. Dear Wolf, Al Swan and Cat, my question to you is, did you hold any beliefs as a child which, in retrospect, were ridiculous? I don't mean anything as an adult told you, anything an adult told you for a laugh. Brackets, my uncle had my cousins believing for years his appendix scars from him getting shot in Vietnam. He's from Peckham and he's never been to Asia in his life. But thoughts formed in your head. I had quite a few of these. Number one, due to confusion around the TV show name Jim will fix it, I thought for years that the presenter's name was Jimmel Savile rather than Jimmy. Well, as misconceptions about Jimmy Savile go, I would say that's uh, not the worst of them. Uh, <laughs> 
Number two, I was convinced that colour was invented at some point in the 60s. Before then, I honestly thought everybody walked around in a black and white world. My God, this is blowing my mind. I'll tell you why in a minute. Number three, I've never t in my life taken a poo with a top or any other clothing on the upper part of my body. From as far as I can remember, I just presume this is the case for everyone. It was a standard part of the procedure, such as washing your hands. It was pointed out that this wasn't the case when I was 15. My older brother saw me buttoning up my shirt coming out of a cubicle in a poolside toilet on holiday. As I was already 15, year old, 15 years invested, I've continued with this routine. I'm now 45. Fucking hell. On the animal theme, I also have a mate who up until his 20s thought the sparrows grew up to be pigeons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a fucking great email, by the way. Did either of you have anything like this or was I just a simple child? P.S. Has Tom been collaborating, writing with the Brighton London band Dream Wife? They have a song on their latest album called You Do You. And one of the lyrics to a song goes, we're the youngest we will ever be, we're the oldest we've ever been, right here, right now. I now can't listen to the album without thinking of Tom's sweet-natured face, which enhances the experience. Oh. Kind regards, Mark the Leopard Gecko. Tom. Wow, Mark. What a legend. Um, yeah, I, I was told uh, by my mum as... Uh, I was told, yeah, so first I was told by my mum that if you didn't wash your hands after you went for a wee, you'd turn into a puddle of piss. <laughs> so I was absolutely from, like, mid, like first school, when you first you know, start junior school... If I saw people who uh, like wouldn't wash their boys, who wouldn't wash their hands afterwards, I'd uh, I'd tell you, you've got to be careful because you might turn into a puddle of piss. Um, obviously, realised quite quickly that sanitary-wise, a lot of young boys don't wash their hands, so uh, that my mum was lying, but actually stood me, stood me in good stead. Mm. Still to this day, I uh, I wash my hands. The other one I got told was when I, when I first started, I was probably 15, 14, 15, started, like, first working, like, sort of doing labouring and uh, working around sort of bloke blokes, you know, sort of my cousin and a couple of other people. And uh, they told me that in your life you only get 500 wanks. Well, and then what happens? <laughs> I don't know, they just said you only get 500 of those, right? So I started in my head counting out the ones I'd had. And you thought, like, fuck it, I'm 100 in the, I'm 100 in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And judging by my success with him, and I'm going, to, I'm going to need to string out this next, the next 400. Um, so yeah, I got. To, I mean, obviously realised quite quickly. You know, within the next five to six years after hitting the 500 mark, mm. actually within the next year, um, that no, you did have more than 500. But uh, yeah, little things, all penis related stuff, really. Yeah. Um, well, uh, thank you for your email, Mark the Leopard Gecko. Uh, with regards to, I was convinced that colour was invented at some point in the 60s. Before then, I honestly thought everyone walked around in a black and white world. I was suggested that as a as a line in a sitcom, and I've got to apologise to Ben Green now because Ben Green suggested to me that we had this kid have this misconception that the world was black and white before they came up with colour, and I said to him, "That's fucking mental. Nobody would believe that." And it turns out, Mark the Leopard Gecko did so. Also, I, I, a very good plug for your new sitcom, Avoidance. Oh coming God, out Jesus Christ! That reminds me. Wow. Um, fucking hell! That reminds me of Avoidance. Plug. Avoidance. BBC One Nine Thirty. Um, extremely anxious about it coming out. Are you excited? Am I excited? Yes. It's just, oh, I don't know. If, if, so difficult. You, what, what, it's the, this it. is easily the worst part of the job. Easily. It's, yeah, but then you should just, mate, try it. It's hard because I, I know you're feeling, but, man, you've done a good job. You've put something good together. Enjoy enjoy the pluses. Okay. In life, so, so often, as I'm finding out, yeah, there's a lot of negatives. And what you've got to try and do is just ride whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. Keep your powder dry here because you're running the risk of getting into a story about a gecko and an ant in a second and then we'll have a right nightmare. <laughs>
With regards to point three, I've never taken in my life a uh, poo with a top on the upper part of my body. Here's the thing that I thought when I was a kid. Um, I thought for a long time that white people did white poos. Did you really? <laughs> did you really? Yeah, for quite a while. And then I'd never seen a white poo, obviously. I mean, obviously there's white dog shit, but I'd never seen a white poo. But for some reason, I just thought everybody I know is brown and they're doing brown poo. Yeah, that sort of makes sense. And then I didn't, I don't know when that was. Yeah, that must have blown your mind up when you, you must have been in like the school sort of toilets or something. I mean, the first time I asked, you know, somebody to shit in front of me so I could sit, like, <laughs> that was a hell of an experience. <laughs> uh, Mark the Leopard Gecko, thank you so much for your, uh, for your. Did email. you ever know you would have got bog washed? Or like, did, did, that no. was my biggest fear of going to secondary school. Yeah. Absolutely terrified of it on a date night. No, I, I, in my life, I've never ever heard of anyone who's been bogwashed. Never, no. Like, but like that, you know, when you're talking about things you believe, I remember like sort of someone saying, like, you know, like someone's older sister or something. Like one of my mates' yeah. older sisters going, "Well, you got to be really careful because, like, you know, a lot of the time, like, there's a lot of bogwashing that goes on, or like wedgies or whatever." And you're like, "Oh, fucking hell!" Like, I literally, I, I think probably for the first year of secondary school, I didn't go for, to the toilet once because I was just terrified of being in there and getting fucking bogwashed. Mm. it would be interesting if any listeners have ever ever yeah I don't I mean look, if you have been bogwashed I don't really want you to have to sort of recreate <laughs> the experience and send us an email just for Tom's satisfaction no I'm just interested right look it's time to wind this up uh, listen before we get into your closing thoughts Tom I'm going to say I think you've been 8 out of 10 of this and I think I've been 6 there you go um, right <laughs> sweet brother sweet brother Tom go for it yeah what's happening I want to say it's okay to ask for help. It's very easy in life just to bowl along like your titan carrying the big atlas upon his shoulders that his father, Zeus, I believe, gave to him. But actually carrying the world of, and its weight of problems upon your shoulders can become tiresome. It can become quite hard. There's no shame in asking for help or just turning around to a friend and saying, yo, I'm struggling a bit at the moment. Real strength comes from admitting the thing is aren't okay, that you are struggling, that you could do with a little arm around you, a little kind word. In the last couple of weeks, I've discovered that myself. I started edging through life, staggering a little bit, as more and more problems and what seemed like more and more heartache sat upon my shoulders, and I was reluctant to talk to people. And this week, I did. And it felt that the world that was sitting upon my shoulders became a little bit lighter and the stagger became a walk and each day became a little easier. Reach out, people. It takes strength. My guys. My guys. Tom, that was... Um... <laughs> you look really even sadder than you did before. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for listening to The Wolf for Now. We'll see you down the street. Thank you so much for listening to The Wolf for Now, guys. I'll see you. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace out. Much love. Bye-bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.